0: Hello everyone, I'm Paul, this is Amanda, I'm Chris, and welcome to a big pile of show. Today we're going to be talking about a lovely Toho classic, Godzilla vs. Megalon. This fucking movie. I adore it. It's fantastic. It,
1: it, I, I don't know what to say about it still. It makes every monster movie I've seen before this, the most ridiculous ones, look like a legitimate piece of theater it's just so over
0: the top stupid <laughs> well it's, it's one of those movies I've seen like two or three dozen times because when I was a little kid I used to spend a lot of time at my great aunt's and uncle's house and they used to have a stack of VHS's that were recorded off of TV and Godzilla vs. Megalon happened to be one of them and I just I love this fucking movie because I was like 8 9 years old I was all into monster movies I love that stuff always have still do I've seen this movie God knows how many times, and I still can't grasp the plot at all.
2: I I think I kind of get it, but it still doesn't really make any sense.
0: Something about Cetopians wanting to, like, take over the Earth. They're super advanced, but they live under the sea, and they leave sand everywhere they go.
1: I just love all the great cameos that are in this movie. We'll get to that later, but there's some great cameos.
0: I love the music. The music is goddamn near one of the greatest things I've ever heard in my life. Music was pretty epic.
2: In terms of Godzilla music, it was right up there with the cartoon theme song. It really
0: The Chase music when they're in the fucking 1950s sports cars. Oh my god. I word. love the chase. And I love I love how that scene is just the lighting seems to be completely off and almost non-existent. It's like they shot it in Unlit Alley or something? and It's like it's they shot this
1: during the war. <laughs> and then there was a <laughs> raid going on.
0: <laughs> so I had
1: to turn out all the
0: lights. So this movie... i just to keep
2: rolling. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
1: sure, we'll just
0: say Godzilla did it later on. So this movie opens with some annoying little kid. And you will grow to despise this child on a cellular level.
1: This is the worst child actor in the history of anything ever.
0: He well,
2: me- I mean,
0: the voice has something to do with it, you know, being a middle-aged woman. <laughs> he makes Frankie Muniz seem like it's Definitely Harris. a
2: woman doing this.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. Definitely, it's definitely a woman's voice. I've seen No Way Around It.
1: I reckon it was the most terrible acting I've ever seen by a child.
0: <laughs> that little kid saying, I reckon.
1: <laughs> like, he was... Like, like it was like John Wayne in an old western. The way he said it too, it was just like,
0: oh my god. So <sighs> it opens with two irresponsible adults. If this was made in 2013, probably a gay couple. But in the 1970s, oh. they're probably just best friends.
1: I just said, I just wrote them out down as um, in my notes. It says uh, uh, most annoying kid ever being photographed possibly by perverts. While on a beach toy
0: <laughs> while on some sort of bizarre futuristic plastic dolphin I want one of those I'm not <laughs> That's really pretty cool I'm not really sure what it is it's just it appears yeah. to be some sort of really bizarre sea toy
2: yeah it was like a floaty toy or whatever but the child was like out at sea on a rocky beach with absolutely nothing to tie him. Land.
0: No, this fucking kid's just out to sea.
2: Well, the adults are 100 yards away. Getting drunk, mind you. That they apparently can't walk down, you know, in the event that the child is in trouble, like what happened.
1: You think this is kind of like they were hoping that an accident was going to happen and they just couldn't get out there in time? And that's just what they're going to tell the cops when they come by. It's just like, we're to get out there, but he's just too far away.
0: Never mind the 20 empty bottles and, of sake.
1: Yeah, and then just Megalodon and Godzilla just and the, ruined the day. And the
2: Roman candle. <laughs> I,
1: I I have a theory about this, and this is my theory about the two guys is that they're actually Jap- the Japan's answer to uh, Adam Weston and Burt Ward. And that they're both like Batman <laughs> and Robin, because <laughs> he has an outright oh. Batman utility belt esque item that he uses to rescue the kid. That thing is
0: fucking he does, magical. He does
2: have pretty much a batarang <laughs> or a bat hook.
0: So the kid almost dies because <laughs> there's a whirlpool of sorts. I
2: thought it was an earthquake.
0: I Hellri- said Hellraiser was visiting. So
2: I don't really know what the fuck
1: happened.
0: Uh,
2: It seemed like there was an earthquake. I mean, the camera was, like, Cloverfield levels through the whole movie. Right. But it seemed like it was an earthquake, and the ocean was shaking, too, and that's why they couldn't get down the hill to get the kid, and they had to use the Roman candle to, like,
0: throw it at the kid's face. But the water definitely whirlpooled. I mean, there was no water left when they were done. It was fucking empty. I'm pretty sure there's lightning in the water at one point, so maybe Thor
1: had something to do with it? I don't know.
0: Uh, Yeah. Then they go back to their little fucking space lab, and it's just, like, Mm. the most obnoxious, this is what the future is going to be like in the 1970s type lab ever. Those Sealandians? The fucking Sealandians and their... I don't want to say it because it's already been used, but it's so perfect. Those fucking Oscar Wilde haircuts. I, I had not
1: written down as uh, Willy Wonka, personally. But, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, it's... He, he it, looks like Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka. Yes! You know.
0: It's just, like, the fucking haircut just drives me up a wall.
1: Oh, but we're skipping a cameo, though. We're skipping a cameo. Besides Willy Wonka we'll being in this movie. The car that they've got? That's got to be Speed Buggy from that old cartoon show.
2: I thought it was Herbie.
1: Herbie was the Beetle, like the Volkswagen Beetle. I'm pretty oh, sure this okay. is Speed Buggy, the car that solved crimes somehow.
2: Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> true. You
0: yeah. know what? I think you might be right. Who says <laughs> TV is bad for the That was right. a
2: really strange convertible, like, dune Buggy kind of thing.
0: So <laughs> they um, they go back to the lab. The Cytopians or Sidorians or whatever the fuck they're called are there. And I... Uh, They talk about their plan, but something about going to take over the Earth from Atlantis. They're apparently super smart and super geniuses, but they can't fucking build robots.
1: Or decide to wear appropriate haircuts or anything like that. Or not
0: dress like it's fucking ancient Rome. Oh, yeah. That that was was the
2: last time they saw air, so you know,
0: since they're... Since they can't grow on their own as a culture. Fashion sense is not really their, uh, their forte. <laughs> yeah. So They idolize
2: Rome, obviously, hence the whole stealing everyone else's stuff attitude.
1: And I guess they're in the little boy, too, but, you know, whatever.
2: And all, and they want all <laughs> the women to be in a clan.
0: There is a priest <laughs> joke I am not horrible enough to make.
1: Oh, I am. What's the joke? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> dear god so no, that's okay. we can skip that this one. movie seems to go on for about 45 minutes before there's any even a hint of monsters I don't even remember how long this movie was I just know it felt like it was 4 um, hours
2: long it got it was 20 minutes in until or before uh, Megalon or was, was before the name Megalon was even mentioned
0: yeah. yeah and then we cut to this bizarre fucking ceremony where they're, like, doing some sort of rhythmic dance at the bottom of the ocean, or wherever and the fuck clan they're like Yeah, oh yeah, those are clan robes.
1: Yeah. This is like, what, do you think the clan had a rave party or something like that, and this is just the app, you know? The, this is um, basically what happens
0: if the clan has a party, and they all do a fuckload of ecstasy. Yeah,
2: and think, hey, let's move in sync.
0: But at the same time, <laughs> togas ancient romans orgies it's, it's got to fit in a the theme here
1: that's yeah. actually explaining a lot more about the movie than i had in my notes originally uh,
0: it just i've seen the movie enough times where it kind of occurs to me but goddamn, a lot of this movie it just it doesn't really make sense like i understand the Cetopians, i understand what they want to do and they're pissed off for some reason. I, I do I remember describe? the reason. It was, was
2: because it? there was uh, nuclear testing in their ocean that destroyed, like, a third of their people. So uh, they've
0: always just <laughs> lived in the sea?
2: Yeah. Huh. So I
0: guess. So.
2: I remember that from, like, the speech that I was giving at the beginning. Like, a third of their people were
0: destroyed. And those dead people... Bonded together to become Godzilla.
2: <laughs> no, no.
0: Is this For some visible? reason
2: Godzilla has absolutely nothing to do with Sealandia
0: and doesn't know they exist. Well that's like amazing. It's like the oh, it's the same nuclear test that just happened to give birth to Godzilla also destroyed Sealandia.
1: Right, well, I think yes. this, is, this was explained in the very, very early part of the opening, something we kind of glossed over, where they actually mentioned, and the nuclear, you know, like, uh, nuclear testing even had effects on Monster Island, which,
0: you know... Yeah, and you,
2: then you see Godzilla, like, like stumbling around like
0: he's hungover. <laughs> Godzilla looks like a fucking dog in the back of a pickup truck. <laughs>
2: With all the other monsters.
0: <laughs> he's just, Godzilla like, stumbling around, he can't it, stand yeah. up straight. It's just, It's unbelievable. And there's, like, lava flying up all over the place for some reason. Godzilla
1: od on radiation that day. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just pulling, like, a Nikki fix on Monster Island?
0: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. This movie. Godzilla, I guess, it's a Godzilla movie, but it's, like, a mid-70s Toho Godzilla movie where they felt like just having a monster wasn't enough. They had to have mean, some huge, elaborate storylines. Four story monsters. Well, they had to have these huge, elaborate storylines, and it's like, if you're going to the movies and you're you're paying your three bucks or whatever it costs in 1970s to go to a movies, you're not seeing Godzilla for a good solid hour. He's the. And of Godzilla the doesn't movie. show up until the uh,
2: I think about thirty minutes in. Yeah,
0: God's, God's no, it's Godzilla it's way more than this movie. He, yeah, he's basically a cameo star.
2: Yeah, it's all about the robot.
0: Oh, yeah. I, Th- this was how they wanted to sell um, Ultraman. I'd like to, si-
1: I'd like to see a side-by-side of this and the Godzilla movie with Matthew Broderick and see which one actually has more Godzilla in it. I mean, more legitimate watch. Godzilla in
0: it. Um, The Matthew Broderick one had more, like, kind of small, cheap appearances, but I think this had more actual Godzilla action.
2: Yeah, this one had, like, Godzilla fights, whereas the Matthew Broderick version was just more the people versus Godzilla.
0: God, I hated that fucking movie. (laughs) Uh, I liked
2: it, and I can't say exactly why, because I don't know.
0: If they called it Giant (laughs) "Giant Lizard Fucks Up New York, I wouldn't have hated it. I can honestly God say that. (laughs) But they called it Godzilla It's not Godzilla It's a goddamn T-Rex China. Yeah it's a fucking Giant Iguana
1: And for some reason He's able to pull Another Wily Coyote In this thing Where he just paints Like holes on, uh, Paints black holes On actual buildings And disappears into them That way The military can't find him.
0: Right. It's like What the fuck Is going on It's like At no point in time In Cloverfield Did they go Well we lost The giant monster Can't find him, Sorry folks No, he was bigger than the fucking Statue of Liberty. You could find that thing if you really wanted to. Maybe he was, um, like one of those lizards that can blend into things. He's a chameleon? Yes! He's a chameleon. I think he's a chameleon. Godzilla is just fucking hanging up the Empire State Building, blending in, still there to this day. Yes.
1: Uh, (laughs) he Statue of Liberty was really ugly today.
0: Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> he blends into the Brooklyn Bridge. Holy shit, honey, was that a speed bump? Nah, just keep moving. We've always hit a biker. I, <laughs> I am
2: wondering Where did that other uh monster that was with Megalon come from?
0: Yeah, they just literally Gigan They just fucking summoned him from space. It was <laughs> They was no it's like call the Epiclarians or whatever the fuck they were called I honestly God don't remember what they were called but they literally summoned him from outer space and a black hole just teared in through time and space and he's like hey folks I'm Gigan I think he was just
1: I think he was an innocent bystander in all of this, and he just got caught up in the whole mess. You know, he's just a guy looking to get directions to get back to where he came from, and then just they all started attacking him, and things just went... Kyle, took
0: a wrong turn down Main Street and ended up in the hood. All of a sudden, he's fighting Godzilla. He's like, I didn't ask for this shit.
1: He just hears some uh, some uh, tires screeching, and he just ducks for cover, but gets caught in the crossfire, and that's how this whole thing begins. Can we talk about...
2: That seems more realistic than just showing up out of nowhere.
1: It seems like a better movie. That's who. By the way, Nikki on Monster Island is a movie I wanted to see.
0: Can we talk about the music and the Godzilla and uh, the Godzilla fighting Megalon and Gigan fight scene? The Shit. pro wrestling match that happened <laughs> in the middle of the movie? Okay, hold on. I, I um, I found an audio clip. I'm going to play this. This is to be from the actual soundtrack, so give me a moment. Oh, no. All
2: right. I'll let you know if I can't hear it. <laughs>
0: Skip ahead. <laughs> okay. That actually happened.
1: Is that from a Fat Boy Slim record? Because I'm pretty sure I
0: heard that before. I honestly don't know what the fuck that was. That <laughs> wasn't was actually-it sounded like
2: uh white zombie.
0: That wasn't even what I was looking for. What I was looking for was one where it just sounded like somebody was plucking a banjo over and over and over again. And then Megalon and Gigan have their fucking Tom Cruise moment where they do, like, a high five. Yes. The high five is one of the most absurd things I've ever seen in a monster movie. And I have seen some pretty terrible monster movies.
1: Then Vince McMahon came out of the back with a chair. (laughs) Uh, Taker came out and it just went bad from there.
0: The head of the Zootopians comes out and starts power walking down the road.
2: But I was pretty much expecting that as soon as uh Godzilla did one of those hold on, wait a minute, hold him for me kinda things.
0: What? And then he sure fucking God. slides on his tail and does a goddamn drop kick. I know. I wait, so hold sorry. on, that's
1: not a drop kick. That's a levitating <laughs> battering ram with his feet. Because it literally he goes for miles like on his back in a minute Can we
0: call it a sweet chin music?
1: Yeah, i am okay with <laughs> that.
0: It's it's a, sense of a sweet chin music. And you know what the best part is? He hits a bull's once- He's pandering to the invisible crowd. He's like, what? You want me to do it again? I know. He's like, come on. Cool <laughs> it was hilarious, but made no sense. He's, like, pandering to invisible people as if there's, like... <laughs> it's one of those fucking Dragon Ball Z fights and there's secretly, like, 4,000 people inside, going, come on, Goku, do it again. I'm pretty
1: sure that everybody was
0: drunk. Was I'm
2: there. pretty sure that's been a scene in Dragon Ball Z, one of those where people can mysteriously watch for, via camera. Like two galaxies
0: away oh yeah that happens all the time in DBZ it, that must be one of those things this was being broadcast in Geigen's home world it was like a fucking pro wrestling match and he was just an in interference exactly I have no other explanation for that that yeah, was just got- craziest and funniest things I've ever seen I just realized we've been
1: talking about this fight the whole time and yet we haven't been talking about whose fighting partner it is at all it's Jag- uh, Jet Jaguar Possibly also played by Jack Nicholson, I'm not sure.
0: Jet Jaguar. Jet fucking Jaguar. That
2: amazing robot who can reprogram himself to grow 100 times his normal size.
1: With no explanation at all.
2: There was an explanation. The explanation was that he reprogrammed himself to grow 100 times his normal size.
1: Oh, well, then
0: that explains everything. Oh, yeah, it was just for the sake of survival. He was like, yep, well, survival, he can make himself bigger. Fun fact, Jet Jaguar was the result of a contest that Toho held in the mid-70s. Or... Toho just <laughs> wanted to create a new fucking hero, and they just let someone design it. And so, they basically just was created it the little
2: boy in the movie that designed it? Probably. Was he a Make-A-Wish
0: kid? I hope so.
2: <laughs> if we're lucky,
0: yes. Too much? Uh, I, we just, I don't want to that.
2: pretend he's a Make-A-Wish kid. I'm okay with that. It makes so much sense with everything else.
0: Okay, so Jack Jaguar was apparently just a uh, creation of some Toho contest who just happened to look just like Ultraman, by the way. I mean, it's Ultraman. Just
2: happened to
0: look like Ultraman. Well, I mean, the thing was, it kind of looked a little bit like Spectreman. But, um, you know, it was a lot more like uh, Ultraman than the rest. I mean, yeah, and maybe... Spectre-Man. It, Spectreman was another one of those... Robots that the Japan had in the mid '70s, '60s type thing. and was like yeah, I mean to an extent, but I mean I looked at that thing and the thing I noticed most is the head looks kind of a lot like Ultraman, same type of body design. I just I can't get over the fact that yep he programmed himself to survive, so he just grew 100 feet tall. That's where Power Rangers took the idea from. Well, they're losing, so let's just make them bigger, because they are programmed to survive. There's no actual science to it, but... Sounds legit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Wizard did it.
1: Still makes more sense than anything Michael beta
0: so uh, I'll go with it. Oh, yeah, I'm okay with that. By the way, there's another Transformers movie coming out, as if we needed it. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, yes.
1: Did you use that thing that uh, Michael Bay was talking about, by the way, that he has... There's a movie he's working on. He hasn't actually filmed any of it yet, but he knows exactly how many minutes long it will
0: actually be. That's, um... How the... How? Did you hear the uh, the casting for uh, the new Transformers 4? No.
1: It's going to have Mark Wahlberg in it, right?
0: Oh, yes. Starring Mark Wahlberg and also appearances by Kelsey Grammer.
1: Oh, good. Is David Hyde Pierce going to be his lovable, yet slightly even more gay brother?
0: I hope so. But yeah, it just seems like... Such a better movie. Rather than reboot the entire series, fuck it, we're going to get rid of Shia LaBeouf and get someone to actually act.
2: You have something against Shia LaBeouf?
0: I do. I know that when I went to a comic convention, they had Indiana Jones posters, and the ones signed by Shia LaBeouf and Harrison Ford were worth one quarter as much as the ones signed strictly by Harrison Ford. There is a reason Makes for sense. that, and we'll uh, we'll leave it at that. We're not here to trash Shia LaBeouf today. Uh, I could today. spend an entire
1: week doing that.
0: Just today, we'll we'll find a movie, and you know we'll go to town on that poor little. Look we'll at the
2: Transformers eventually.
0: I don't ever want to have to rewatch those movies again. <laughs> you can't make me. You will not make me sit through a fucking scene where his mother is running around high off Pop Brownies for 35 minutes on screen. As I sit in a the theater, just curled into a fucking ball, crying. It's like, why this is this happening? I want
1: to see Grandma's War right
0: now. It's like, robots will come, robots will come. We should probably get back to Godzilla vs. Megalon. This <laughs> sure, lovely piece not? of cinema. Yes. I guess they get a way to remote control Jet Jaguar. They have his they steal his control the people from Seetopia. They go through this thing where we're geniuses, we're the smartest people on the planet, but we don't have time to create robots. You know, we're kinda of busy, housing market's a little down, our population's growing. So we're just well, gonna well, steal yours.
2: Their population was just cut into sixty percent
0: of what it used Yeah, but that was like twenty years ago. they the upswing. Remember? Now. Explosion? Yeah, but they're on the upswing. That was like twenty <laughs> years ago.
1: Here's the thing, they're, they're able to make their own airsplit. They even admit to being able to make their own sun, but they can't make a robot. Oh yeah, this is... They made a sun.
0: Uh, Robots are complicated. <laughs> <laughs>
1: if you can and create... astronomical bodies of wonder aren't.
0: <laughs> if you can create your own fucking source of like heat and power, you're and winning a not... Nobel Prize every year for the next 700 years. You pretty much jump civilization by ten thousand years. How did they make that, and nobody noticed? <laughs> they made a sun. <laughs>
1: is it, Let's just think about that. Uh, it's the sun. This is the thing that was. Working. The
2: radiation from the one Japan made themselves was interfering with detection of any others.
1: And uh,
0: again, biggest hole in this movie. They made a fucking sun. I, hate, uh, I hate to uh, harp back to DBZ, but. This isn't Dragon Ball Z. You can't just destroy a fucking moon and nobody notices. Just like you can't create a sun and nobody notices. And I did it, like, multiple times in Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah. They destroyed them. They destroyed it and made moons, like, six or seven times. It just happened. I don't think they ever destroyed a sun, though. <laughs> no,
2: no, they didn't destroy they the made
0: They knocked people into suns, but they never flat-out destroyed a sun. Oh, my God. Seatopia. These fucking people. <laughs> How do you... They made their own fucking air supply. (laughs) They made their own air supply? They made a fucking sun! (laughs) I mean... Do they make their own moon? Do they need a moon?
1: What is it going to do? Change the tides for them when they're underwater?
0: Yes. Here's the thought. (laughs) If you really want to destroy the Earth, why don't you make an artificial moon and launch it into space?
1: Because they only do suns. They don't do moons.
0: You could launch a fucking sun into space. That would make it even worse. You know how much fuel it would take to launch a sun? Just have Megalon throw it into the air. Those things have a lot of mass. Or here's so a they- thought. You could use your interstellar friends who are bringing Gigan here through magical holes in time and space to just open a hole and throw a sun through it. I, I think they need a robot to do that. though, They can't make robots.
1: Were you paying attention
0: to this movie? I tried not to. <laughs> I really did. So <laughs> They roll control Jet Jaguar, and then they go ahead and just I don't even know what they're using him for at this point. He's just kinda like flying around aimlessly and doing whatever. I think he, Yeah, I, I couldn't he's tell what the robot was doing. doing.
1: I think he's Megalon's hype guy. Like, you know, he just goes in front of him. And he's, Megalon's, his hand,
0: he's Megalon's Don King. <laughs> Only in America.
1: Or Japan, I
0: guess, in this case. Holy in Can you see this giant Chrysler building cockroach monster with a Christmas tree star on his head? Yeah,
2: that was, um... I, I understand they were going for Beetle. Like a
0: horned Beetle. Yeah. but He looks like a cockroach with Chrysler buildings for arms. Yeah. Or, or the um, thing
1: from the Ninja Turtles cartoons that they used to use to drill through the earth. Oh yeah. It looks like those are attached to his arms. Oh yeah, yeah
2: that giant thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, also Guy- an
0: infinitely better movie than this. Oh, a fantastic movie.
1: Any one of them is better than this. And you know what the mm-hmm. thing about Geigen is?
0: Geigen looks like a giant chicken, but he's mm-hmm. got giant like razor sharp. Hook saws for arms. That's pretty badass. What is Megalon going to do? Just He has a laser. Is he going (laughs) to sing like Oh Holy Night to you and shine like a Christmas star and Christmas night and just blind you to death? I want that movie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a pretty sweet movie. Megalon sings uh, Christmas music for you. (laughs) Megalon's <laughs> Christmas
1: Joy. Megalon does a duet with Nat King Cole.
0: <laughs> Megalon sings Old Tenenbaum. Yes.
1: Old King Wesley's. Wencesla- da- 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 yeah, that'd be great. Uh,
0: and by he the, way, they- the uh, he does Little Drummer Boy, but instead of drumming in the background, he just kind of bangs his arms together. <laughs> he already did that in the movie. He clapped his uh, drills together a lot. And that was just kind of like his hype-up move, I think. This really was like a fucking pro-wrestling movie with monsters. Yes, it was. Did Godzilla and... light anyone on fire in this movie? No. no, because he
2: was shooting a blue flaming laser that always hit in front of them but still hurt them somehow. Yeah, he never actually. It just kind of went across
0: thing. the front of the screen. He's pretty much. I feel like in Star Wars, stormtroopers should have adopted a technology that allowed God allowed them to not hit anything but still damage them. They would have been much <laughs> yes. more effective. Because <laughs> Godzilla is the fucking master of this. He misses by five feet and still blows them up. It's unbelievable.
1: Although, it was granted, five feet when you're you know two hundred feet tall. Is, uh not too far off. Still. Mathematically, I guess. I don't know.
0: I got a D in math, so... Math was never my strong point.
2: Okay, so that laser they were doing with, uh, with Godzilla's flames or whatever? Yeah, that uh, I learned how to do on PBS when I was, like, ten. Really? I think so. It was on some show like that. And I remember because... It takes a cardboard box and colored uh, plastic, like that's all you gotta do.
0: That's unbelievable.
2: And you can even have it like ending at a certain spot. I I have no explanation for that, like understanding kind of how to do it. I have no explanation for why it just goes across the entire front of the screen.
0: So... That's awesome. (laughs) And also, this is the point in the Godzilla movies where that costume was really starting to show somewhere. Oh, yeah. Are you done reading I, I was a fan
2: of Megalon's bunny hopping.
1: He <laughs> just starts doing that for no reason. Oh, oh. He just had <laughs>
0: laughs. <Okay>. <laughs> When Jet ja- Jaguar becomes free from the evil grasp of the Sea Topians and just flies to Monster Island, it's like, Jet hey, Jaguar!
1: I feel like maybe he was in a whole lot of casting sessions earlier for other Godzilla movies, and then he finally gets one, so he's overexcited because he lost out to, you know, Hydra and uh, Mothra and all those other ones, and he finally gets his shot, so he's overzealous, I and mean, maybe that's where the bunny hopping is coming from. I have a question, by the way. What was the whole Easter Island thing? Because I never understood that. They referenced it a whole bunch of times. I understood they that. kept
0: referencing Easter Island, but I, there was never a payoff for it. I
2: think like, that and, was where... Uh utopians
0: were supposed to go uh, were What's they mean, using the giant like heads as like satellites or something like satellite relays
1: I don't know but one of the giant heads looked like Zordon at one point from Power Rangers and that really tripped me out for a little while
0: <laughs> like he's all
1: blue he's just a big face and it just, like, I kept waiting for Alpha to come out of nowhere and just started complaining about shit and sort of just to say, shut up, Alpha.
2: Yeah, I, I really didn't understand what they were trying to uh, accomplish with Easter Island
0: at all. I think they just honestly wrote it in because it sounded cool and it was mysterious and they just plain forgot about it. They already
1: have Atlantis pretty much in this. They really need Easter
0: Island on as well.
2: They were trying to link Easter Island at Atlantis.
0: Yeah, I think the that's layers, what they were going for.
2: The Pacific
0: layers. Or something. So Jet Jaguar gets free and they're like, Jet Jaguar, go to Easter Island for the good of the city. And he's like, I have to go now. My people need me. And he just flies away.
1: Well, they send him to go get Godzilla because apparently Jet Jaguar is Lassie in Japan or something like that. Because all he does is communicate with hand gestures and Godzilla's just like, oh, I got it. Timmy's in a well or some shit like that.
0: And Megamon... Goes apeshit, because apparently, though they never mentioned this, Jet Jaguar was being used as like a control relay for Megalon?
1: Which they never explained how that works at all.
0: Megalon was like, just fucking flying around and doing karate kicks and shit in the middle of a fucking abandoned desert. Like, I don't know what the fuck was going on. Like, oh, he's lost his guided mechanism or some shit. He's, not, he's got no control, he doesn't know what to do. He's just I, I didn't know, know Baguland was
2: a robot that he would have a mechanism.
0: <laughs> well like that's they say something along that lines of oh no, he's lost his control guidance or something. I'm like, wait, what?
1: Well, this all happens after everybody's been kidnapped and the little boy and the guy who's not speed racer essentially are trapped in like that's some kind of sex dungeon in the back <laughs> of it's like some truck that's being transported to the Hoover Dam.
0: I recommend yeah, yeah, you kill us. I remember. No,
2: yeah, anybody, I remember the whole, like, oh no, what happened? But that's all I remember.
1: Yeah. Anyone who's listening to this, think about that statement for a minute, because that's literally what happened. Oh yeah, that's. So that just gives you an idea of the depravity of this whole situation.
0: And there was a small child, like, bound and gagged in the back of this fucking depraved sex dungeon. It's really haunting. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's haunting.
1: <laughs> and That's of, the word I'd use. Instead of being freed by... Uh, can we just call him Speed Racer for the rest of the time? Oh yeah, I'm okay with that. Racer. Go ahead. Okay. It's just easier. Okay, so instead of being rescued by Speed Racer, what happens is that Megalon decides to play volleyball with a cargo bin containing people. And the thing goes a thousand feet into the air, crashes the ground, and all that happens is that it opens up and somebody's taking a nap.
0: (laughs) He just starts going fucking Pele on this thing. (laughs) And it's like, it's fucking Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull! They knocked this shit a thousand feet in the air, it's like a nuclear blast, like, they're okay, folks!
1: I'm, you know what? I'm going to do another re- wrestling reference. It's like uh, the Dudley Boys and Jeff Hardy versus uh, yes. three, versus uh, what was it three count or something along those lines.
2: When they or, when they <laughs> shove Terry Funk into a dumpster and pushed him off a ledge.
1: Oh, I meant the one where it's like Rico's on like the third like buckling, he's waiting for Jeff Hardy to show up, and at one point he yells, "Hey Jeff, what's going on?" <laughs> like he's just bouncing up there for like an hour
0: oh my god oh yeah I remember yes that. i remember that but this this fucking scene you don't survive that ever you don't survive that if you fall into like water you don't survive that if you fall 10 feet down on the ground you're fucking dead that's solid metal it's, just so it's
2: okay they brace themselves obviously
0: but they're bound with the earth you can fall on oh. you can fall on one of those giant fucking pillows, and you're probably still gonna die.
1: Oh, we forgot one other really important plot point. Apparently, this movie is set on top of Mount uh, Everest. What? Because they spend hours upon hours going downstairs for no reason.
0: Oh my god. Oh yeah. And there's no background noise. There's no like ambience to it. It's just you can actually hear them running up and downstairs. They over run up and, up and
1: downstairs. And they drive up and downstairs. And at one point, there's like a, I don't know, something like a 1990s comedy, you know, really crappy one where uh, somebody in a motorcycle is covered in paint. Oh, no.
0: And it's and that fucking chasing is shot in pitch dark. <laughs> no, and, it was
2: just a blue filter.
0: Yeah, because they can't apparently
1: shoot that for some reason.
0: <sighs> I think it was just legit a blue filter. It's possible. but <laughs> I had to strain my eyes to see, I'm like, is it? Four o'clock in the morning when they're doing this, like what is maybe, going on?
1: Maybe that was the uh, 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 the Sea-Topian plot was actually just to kill everybody with seizures from this movie and take over the land. That That's part.
0: the real plot of Sea-Topia. releasing this movie and forcing everyone to watch it. And
2: they just never got to execute
0: the second part. People had caught on to Toho by this point, and what they were putting out as Godzilla movies. And I mean, the people that really loved Godzilla want to see it. And little kids, of course, enjoyed it because it's you know it's Godzilla. Who doesn't love Godzilla? Yeah. But you know, you really has
2: got a little boy with it in it, just like them.
0: You were not getting a lot of Godzilla at this point. Godzilla makes his first appearance like 55 minutes into the movie, and he's just—he is a role character in this movie.
1: Speed Buggy got more in this movie than he did. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean that fucking kid gets like forty minutes of screen time and it drives me insane because he's annoying as hell. The unsupervised child
2: that gets kidnapped from on his minibike?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping they were just gonna shoot him. Be completely honest with you, I was just hoping that. This well, was they reckoned that they were to uh, trying to millimeter. kill him. I was hoping for scene out of eight millimeter with that kid.
0: I really wouldn't have cared if they had killed him. I I, I was honestly indifferent to his survival in that movie. His plight meant nothing to me. Honestly, like at the
2: beginning, when the kid went out of sight, I was like really optimistic for the movie because I was like, Oh man, they killed a child in the first five minutes of the movie But no, it turns out the kid
0: wasn't dead, he just went missing for thirty seconds. And then they magically go and just start fucking Stealing stuff from a hobby shop for no good reason. But yeah. The level what of iron, I don't know. The le- the le- the were level they just tearing it up?
1: Being in a model shop in a Godzilla movie is just astounding.
0: <laughs> yes!
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, there's oh, Godzilla. Oh, oh wait, shit, No, oh. T- <laughs> it's just so overwhelming, though, just the concept that they're actually in the hobby shop where everything from this movie is actually taken from.
0: Oh, probably. But so they steal some model plane, and I don't even remember what they use it for. Did they just throw it at them? <laughs>
1: it didn't make just as much sense. If so sure.
0: I think they literally just like put it on a string and just like like whack. I honestly don't remember what the payout to that model plane was.
1: They were going to win the ten thousand dollars off of America's Funny Home Videos that day. <laughs>
0: They hit yeah, the crotch with it instead of the Bob you Tiger. <laughs> oh look at me, here I am, I'm kidnapping a small child. Oh no, I hit the crotch with a plane. Ow <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what this movie is, like one like constant stream of just you know, just films from that. It felt like AFW, the <sighs> Japanese version.
0: Ultraman goes off and gets uh, Godzilla. They have some sort of weird sign language bout and Godzilla's like, You got it, dude! And he just fucking jumps in the water and Godzilla can swim because he's fucking Godzilla. He can do anything. And they come back and have that fight scene. And I know we already touched on it, but holy shit. This fucking fight scene is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. (laughs) The music. Beautiful. The moves everything majestic. about it yes majestic <laughs> is the word I would use Godzilla was, sliding on his tail as majestic as a mullet flying through the breeze <laughs> Godzilla sliding on his tail five miles to whack the shit out of Megawan with his two footed sweet shit music
1: so this point we're saying Godzilla can fly or no you can't that's fly
0: cool. you're crazy L- <laughs> that's really unrealistic dude
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know what I was thinking.
0: I I don't know what he did. I don't know how to categorize it. He just kind of slid on his tail, defying all laws of gravity. Well, I feel that that was more like 1970s, you know, cinematography, more than like he was flying. That's Everything just the way I look at it. that. I think that's more just shitty cinematography. Then, hey, Godzilla can fly. No, I don't, I don't think that was it. It was glorious. It was awesome. I mean, it, it, it
2: was intended to be just like an action move, kind of drop kick, super kick kind
0: of thing, but just the angles all off. Ultraman fucking holds him up. Godzilla goes for the heel turn, hits Ultraman. <laughs> what an amazing... Uh, that honestly would have been better than anything else to happen in this movie. Godzilla turns heel and attacks Ultraman.
1: The Hardy boys bring out a, bring out a letter. It all goes together.
0: Oh, Godzilla God.
2: takes off the mask to reveal that he's actually Kane.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ultraman takes off the helmet revealing really spits through so they beat the shit out of the kid.
2: So I have a question. When the guy and the kid were in the back of the truck, tied up, bound and gagged. Oh Jesus Christ! And the truck drivers were like backing up to like dump them off of the side of the dam. What was the point there? Like, (laughs)
0: like, I
2: I don't, I don't understand.
1: If I like shut up.
2: Because (laughs) they stopped and got out of the car. And then the monster appeared.
0: So, oh, like... Yeah. So, I don't understand. They didn't care. They got paid 50,000 yen for this. Which no, it was 100,000 yen. Yeah, Whatever it which runs.
1: literally is a thousand bucks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I get, just split between the two of them. I, I guess <laughs> it's the 1970s, and, you know, people have fallen on hard times, but Zootopia is not paying top dollar for this shit. They think
1: well, it's a, a lot, right? There's actually like, three of them, too, and one of them kind of looks like uh, a more in-shape version of Earthquake, if we're going to go with all the like, references.
0: 100,000 <laughs> <It, it laughs>
1: yen. It was, people.
2: uh, no, oh, I thought that guy was Cetopian.
1: Either way, he looked like an earthquake. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he caused the earthquake at the beginning of the movie. <laughs>
0: oh. then is John <laughs> well done they have a the fight and I mean that's that's pretty much it at this point they vanquish their foes and they celebrate And I feel like this is much it, obviously it was because you know they had the contest they picked Jet Jaguar this was all about the fucking robot telling him to a star of course it didn't work because people weren't fooled <laughs> It was a shit robot that by, can magically grow a thousand feet in the air. They weren't fooled by what? By how terrible the movie was.
2: Oh, yes. Still a Godzilla movie though. And yeah. it will be included in every master collection to ever come out.
0: I just I feel like as someone who loved Godzilla growing up, I was kind of cheated because I barely got any Godzilla. I'm not. Saying, and then you get this? Yeah. I, I it's not like I'm expecting Gojira where he's on screen for 90% of the movie just destroying Tokyo because at this point Godzilla was much more of like a Guardian of Earth style than like an actual villain or even an anti-hero. Yeah. I mean, he, he got a
1: cartoon. Asshole, but... Yeah. Is he bipolar or what? Cuz he keeps going back and to whether he wants to destroy the
0: one not. Well, it seems like in the earlier Toho movies, he's um, he's very much a villain or at least well, Gojira, he's a flat-out villain. He's just fucking destroying Tokyo for the sake of it. And then the, uh, some of the movies that follows, he's kind of a villain, but in the sense that he's just battling for the sake of battling. This is one of the first movies where they're like, hey, we need to get Godzilla. Like, wait, what? <laughs>
1: I'm just thinking how awesome it would be to have a Godzilla do a Tony Soprano being a therapist and discussing all of his problems and all that about, you know, wanting like to destroy humanity but feeling bad about it and all these other things.
0: Godzilla's <coughs> fantasizing about nailing his therapist.
1: I'm, you think that's what they're doing in the Brian Cranston movie? That'd be awesome. What, Brian
0: Cranston nails his therapist? I mean, godzilla going to do something when he's under the
2: ocean.
1: He's just talking with the undersea Brian Cranston.
2: <laughs> what if he has a cetopian therapist? He does live under the ocean.
0: Brian Cranston is a cetopian therapist? Yeah. I'd watch it. I'd watch that. That has potential. Godzilla takes a drag on a cigarette, cigarette. He's like, I'm so misunderstood.
1: Godzilla versus society.
0: <laughs> Godzilla's an outcast. All he wants is to be loved. <laughs> but anyway, by this point in the entire series of movies he's beloved I mean he's the fucking savior of earth monsters keep appearing left and right like they're going out of style and Godzilla just keeps fucking knocking them back like he's Muhammad Ali I mean he's taking on all comers well
1: not present day Muhammad Ali but yeah
0: <laughs> oh shit <laughs> <laughs> well I mean like I think back to the old Toho movies and like the fights that he got into, the only ones I can ever remember him losing were Godzilla versus Mothra and Godzilla versus King Kong.
2: And we know why King Kong won that one.
0: Yeah, because
2: King Kong's American
0: and he had Mothra's help in Balco. Yes.
1: Oh yeah, King Kong was taking steroids. <laughs> I feel like No, should stripped of all of his records it's at back. this point. No.
2: King Kong,
0: no. King Kong was definitely on steroids. We need to abolish him from the monster record books.
2: It's all natural.
1: <laughs>
0: he's not yeah, my King of the, the Monsters, dammit.
2: He's just a genetic freak. King
0: Kong what, Kong next group? thing you're
2: going to tell me, Scott's Diner's on steroids.
0: He's fat. oh man if you watch pro wrestling and you heard that joke you're going to enjoy that if not just do a YouTube search for Scott Steiner he's fat oh my god so I'd say that about sums up this movie and uh, before we go I want to play the sound clip Uh, I'm not going to say what it is but you guys are just going to have to have a listen I feel like that's the absolute perfect way to end this show. Yes. I'm Paul. I'm Amanda. And I'm Chris. And thanks for stepping in a big pile of the show.